Hey, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We spontaneously have moved right into part two of a very unintentional series. And I'm just going to get right to it. I'm not interested in talking about my email address and all that stuff. Listen, let's stay focused. Maybe this will land one, two, bam, together. Lord, please make this clear. What are you saying to your people, God? I want to know. I don't want to know. I need to know. We need to know what you're saying in this hour to your people, to anyone who has ears to listen and to bow their knee and put their face in the dirt and receive it. It's time, friends. So listen, we're talking about this vision, uh, imagination that I had towards um, Isaiah chapter 43. And about Moses, the life of Moses at the very outset, for sure. And then, of course, what we know his life culminated to be that we're told in Hebrews 11. About how he gave up his comforts that he could have rightfully had and even called a blessing from God. He traded all that in to endure hardships alongside the people of God. I think it would do good for even a handful of people in America to really do that. (laughs) I'm finding a few. I want to be one. I want to be one of those people. So I was sharing about, listen, right now you've got to listen to part one or this will absolutely make absolute no sense. This will make no sense if you have not listened to part one. Don't do it. You will be so lost. So assuming you just listened to part one, What I'm saying right now is picking up right then and there with the vision about I'm standing at a gate right in front of these large walls. I can see a path on both sides that circles this this contained area surrounded by walls. It's a well-worn path and people are walking around and around in it in staggered single file. One would come, a few minutes pass, another comes. And they get right back in line, go around again. I'm standing at this gate. Inside this contained area is raging flames. Yahweh God is beside me, and he's talking to me as a son. And he's saying, I have the freedom to walk around. But I will be right here, he kept saying. I will be right here, ready and waiting for those who are wanting to go through. The ones willing to go through in their weakness, so that I can be strong. Joel, I want to be strong. I want to show myself strong. But I cannot show myself strong to people who do not need any strength. If their strength is in their own abilities, in their own abilities to defend their own life, in their own abilities to stand up for their own rights, if their own abilities to carry out even what they say is for me, I cannot be there because they don't need to be strengthened. They think they're already strong enough. I am ready to be displayed as strong in the lives of my children, but I'm right here. I'm right here, and I'm going through. And there are people in there. There are people in in the confined area That again is just raging flames. The body of Christ, the true body, are in there. And Yahweh was saying, look, 
I'm right here, but I'm going through. So if you want to go through, let's go. Because in there is the one man. In there is the kingdom. Because I'm the God of going through. And only the people who are willing to go through and allow me to be who I am are in there with me. It's an open invitation now. I don't have time to get into Yeshua being the door, the gate, the narrow way, and all those things. I'm assuming that that whoever's listening to this, that you today know those things. This is not a blanket call for every man to just walk in just how he is. He has got to be covered in the blood of the Messiah, and I don't have time to go into all that. That will take all my time. So, some quick points, because I, that's why I made this point number two. There's too many things in my journaling that I did on this matter that I would have to leave out that I feel are vitally important. Individuality is on the outside. Individuality is on the outside. I don't need anybody. I don't need anything. It's me and God. We're good. I'm strong. I'm capable. I wear a shirt that says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm fine. I listen to upbeat Christian worship music and I get real excited. I'm good. Pastor so-and-so told me yesterday, I'm awesome. He told me I'm awesome. And you know what? I am. (laughs) But out there, friends, you're vulnerable. If we walk outside of the gate, if we walk outside of the walls, we're alone and we're vulnerable. We could use shepherd and sheep imagery real easy right here. You're vulnerable out there. You're on your own. You're not in the confines and safety of the Creator. But guess what? Your two options might be hard for you because you're out there and you're vulnerable. You're alone, you're isolated, you're not with Yahweh, and you're not with His people. Or, you're inside in the possibly excruciating fire that's purging you and burning you up. But guess what? That's the call. That's the goal. And most of all, that's where Yahweh is. Because again, let's keep going back. I want to go back, and we'll come out. And we'll go back. Isaiah 43 says... When you go through, I will be with you. You will not get burned, y'all. We have to get that through our heads. But here's the thing. I think we are afraid we will get burned. Listen, right here, right now, I don't have time, and this isn't the place for my personal life experiences and all my personal life business. But right now, I don't know how in the world I can remain in that inside cauldron of flame and not get burned. It is a faith expansion to a level I don't know that I've known in this way and in this magnitude. Do you hear what I'm saying? I have, I have positioned myself and my family into a circumstance where I'm really struggling with the rightful faith to believe that like, Yahweh, are you sure? Are you sure I'm not going to get burned because I feel like I'm about to get burned? But what? I cling to the promise that you will not get burned. You will pass through. I am with you. 
I want to be one. All right, I'm going to change that right here and now. I'm going to be one that will ascend his holy mountain. I will do it. I'm not afraid of him. I'm not afraid of the thunder and the smoke in the sense of driving me away. I'm going to be one of the men who go up and I will receive the oracles of God. Why? Because I believe it is why I exist. He wants to intimately dwell and reveal himself to his people. Someone has got to ascend his holy hill with fear and trembling now, a rightful scriptural understanding. Man, I'm not strutting up to the throne of God in any way, friend. Now, please understand what I'm saying. I'm in no way strutting up there covered in the blood of Jesus. Here I come. I can boldly approach the throne. I'm not saying that. I'll be barefoot, wearing sackcloth, crawling on my hands and knees, covering my eyes and pleading with tears, saying, Oh God, please, please let me, let me see your glory. But you are holy, and you are lofty, and you are righteous. And I'm a mere man. I, res I remove my sandals, God. But I will turn towards the bush. That was part of the message yesterday morning that the brother shared. Is like, and I'm just like, I'm going to be a guy who turns towards the burning bush. I'm going to turn towards it. Because I see Yahweh. I see him. I'm going to know him. In the presence. In the fire. Going through. That is our freedom, friends. That's where our freedom really is. Now, you may be led to believe it's out there walking your own way, doing your own thing, strolling about free, right? I'm going to pull off and I'm just going to take some me time. Self-care, that's the 2020 version. Are you doing self-care? Makes me sick. Self-care. Our whole lives are about self-care until we meet Yeshua Messiah. We need to burn up self-care. You know what? You will if you go through. You will if you go through. Yahweh is in the fire. He's in the river. He's in the waters. And where He is, there is freedom. Right? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And so if you really want freedom, you had better be where he is. And where he is is what? He tells us, through the fire, I will be with you. It is not outside in the comforts of self and individuality. It's not out there. Now, it may seem like it is. But everything that needs burned off will, will be burned inside, alongside him. Freedom. True freedom. Another part of the imagery that I would like to say the Lord led me to yesterday morning was the, the, the scriptural, the constant scriptural theme of, man, there's so many ways to go with this. Golly, I've got to pick just one or two. We know that a lot of the scriptural text talks about 
the, the evil man will be cast out into what? Outer darkness. He'll be removed. He'll be cast outside. So he'll be taken from in something and cast out into something. And it's outer darkness. Well, what do we know? The Bible teaches us what? That at our regeneration, at our moving from death to life, we're moved, we're transferred is what it says. We're transferred from the domain of darkness outside, evil, in opposition of the kingdom of God. We've been transferred from the domain of darkness to what? To the kingdom of the sun, the kingdom of light. For they are one and the same. He is the light of the world. He is the light of life. And so I think there's some, there's some interesting connections within this train of thought. It's dark out there, friends. Good things do not happen in the dark. We know this. We should know this by remembering what we used to be and where we used to dwell. But the problem is there's not been much change for many believers and so far so-called followers of Christ that there's not much different from before to now. Well, we pretty much look the same. And so there's a there's a a missing understanding of what they were even delivered from because there's not been much movement from the kingdoms of men and the in the domain of darkness into the now present kingdom of the sun, the kingdom of light. But we have been moved, we have been transferred what? Into his marvelous light. His beautiful light. And in Yeshua Messiah what? There was no darkness in him. Why? He intimately dwelled with the Father, and he himself, while he was God and man, went through. He went through. He went through like no human being has ever gone through, and that's why he redeemed all of mankind. First man, Adam, would not do it. He rebelled. Yeshua came, perfectly fulfilled all the commands of God and he went through as the suffering servant the denial of the will we have his pattern we have it before us we have that that's why he came is to show us that you know what look this can be done Oh, and by the way, I'm sending you my Holy Spirit to empower you to do it. Friends, we've been given every single thing we need to go through. You do not have a valid excuse. You don't. And I'm just going to say this, and you know, may it be whatever it is. If you're not willing to go through, I don't know that God can be strong for you. And that's not my doctrine or opinion. I'm reading the Bible. Or else it would say, when you're doing whatever you're doing, I will just be with you. When you're walking around the mountain because you're afraid of me and you don't want to know, even know my commands, I'll still be with you. 
listen, we've got to stick to what we're told and let that be what guides our lives and our, our thinking and our doctrines. I am fully convinced Yahweh God is strong. He's able. He is capable of, 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 of doing every single thing that is right and necessary in my life. But listen, it's got to be according to his ways and his patterns or it's not happening. It's not going to. So I must yield my will. I must stand back, assess my life, sprinkle some cold water on my face and say, is what I'm doing walking around this gate, this city this wall these walls am i walking am i merely walking around and asking god to bless me asking god to be with me have i in any way been duped to believe that guess what he's not even being strong on my behalf because i'm not walking in his ways i'm not yielded to his going through the imagery that i saw I hesitate to say words like vision because people get all weird and they'll, they'll throw out anything you would say if you said you had a vision. Well, how do you know it's a vision? I don't, man, I don't care what anybody wants to call it. I saw clearly in my imagination <laughs> as I was praying, as I was worshiping, and as I was writing and reading the Word of God. Call it what you want. I don't care. I saw clearly myself beside Yahweh in front of a gate that was connected to walls that encompassed a huge inferno of fire. And Yahweh God was saying, Joel, are you ready to go through? Are you ready to go through? And then are you ready to endure and remain? Listen, there's a whole... There is... 5,000 acres in my spirit right now talking about enduring with the brethren. There's 5,000 acres of thought in there right now, right this second. And it's all, it's all intermingled. It is absolutely all intimately acquainted with each other. This thought of the enduring alongside the brethren. Suffering long. That's my life. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm just be honest. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I want to walk around in my natural tendencies now. I want to walk around and just get some fresh air. I want to cool off a little bit. God, can I just cool off a little bit? And this is okay. I'm going to bring this to a close, and I'm going to use an example from my prayer time this morning. I started off some prayer this morning towards a certain topic that's hot and heavy in my life right now with, Lord, I don't want to. And I felt that check in my, in my spirit in a, in a blink of an eye. I can't do that. I can't do that. I cannot with a clear conscience pray to my Father in, in such a way. Joel, you need, you, need to, you need to check your heart. Not just your verbiage now. Don't just reword it. You check your heart now. Don't just reword it to try to impress me. I know your heart. Let's talk about that. And so I had to even reposture my heart's position towards what I was feeling. 
But listen, I'm still honest with the Father, and I'll being, I'm being honest with you. I don't want to do what I'm doing. I don't want to endure. I don't want to endure what I'm enduring, which is a raging inferno in my life towards suffering long with the brothers. But guess what? I have committed. I have committed my life to be no longer mine anymore. My life is not my own. That is true for me. To the best of my present understanding and ability. And so you know what, Yahweh? I'm going through. There's nothing out there for me. It's appealing. It's appealing, yes. Joel, just take a stroll. Just go around just one time. Cool off a little bit. Get some relief. You know Yahweh is going to be right there waiting for you. He's a good, compassionate God. He's slow to everything that's hard. He loves you. You know he'll be there. Just take some time to take some you time. Hey, Joel, do some self-care, right? But you know what I'm saying? No way. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. I'm not doing it. I will remain in the path of Yeshua Messiah, which is what? Absolutely enduring alongside his people. And that brings us right back to where we started with Moses, Hebrews chapter 11. He chose to endure suffering alongside of the people of God in the pattern of Yeshua Messiah, which had not, of course, even happened yet. He laid aside what he wanted. He laid aside his comforts. He laid aside everything that brought him natural relief. Why? So that people can know Yahweh. So that people can hear his instruction. So that people can hear his correction. And you know what? Might come through my mouth. It might come through my mouth. It might come through yours. We have to be postured and positioned to go through, to endure, and to trust. Because that's where Yahweh is, y'all. We have no right to walk our own way according to our own ideas and our own relief-driven things, just patterns in our life, and demand God come to us. That's arrogance, friend. I'm not doing it. Don't do it, please. Surrender your will. When you walk through the waters, when you walk through the rivers, when you walk through the fire, He will be with us. He will be with us. It is a covenantal promise. Yahweh God is incapable of lying. So I will believe. Lord, help my unbelief now, but I'm going to believe. I'm going to. I have no plan B. I have no other option. I have given up my life. I've given up my rights. I've given up my relief-driven living. I will not do it. So friends, please assess your life. Are you going through? In the circumstances of your life, are you are you a, a, a relief-driven man? Toughness comes, hardness comes. Uh-uh, this is the devil. I'm out. I don't understand this. I can't explain this. I'm out. I don't agree with you. We're doctrinally separated. I'm out. 
You understand what I'm saying? We have all of these valid, godly reasons to just check out. And I'm saying, you need to know if that's okay. Because guess what? You might be out there by yourself. I have been guilty of that in my life. I don't want to do that anymore, ever. I don't want to do that. I want to be in the fire with, 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 with (laughs) the king and his people. It's going to cost us greatly, friends. It's going to cost us greatly. If you don't feel the need to fast and to pray and to weep and to mourn, Friends, it might be because you're just strolling around outside by yourself. I'm just saying that's possible. That might be why. If your life is just cruise control, air conditioning, hey, God is good, man. Woo, boy, this is awesome. You might want to see where you're walking. You might want to make sure Yahweh God is even with you. We've got to know. When we pass through, When we go through, when we go through, when we go through, he will be strong. He will be who he already is now, but he wants to be to us on our behalf. Makes no sense. He should not want to do that, but he does. Amen.